Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always in this dungeon of doom Ooh. is Tim. Uh, howdy ho. <laughs> <laughs> this is a horror movie podcast. Every week we get together and we talk about a movie that we've watched and on this episode we are going to be looking at The Beach House which is a Shudder exclusive uh, which just you know, hit a couple of weeks ago. And we're going to dive in and talk about it. We'll start spoiler-free, of course, as we always do. And we'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers. And just before we start, I will just uh, take this time to remind everyone on YouTube to please hit the like button if you enjoy the show. It's the nice, easiest, and cheapest way to support everything we do and helps more people find us. So please hit the button. Uh, so I'm being an annoying YouTuber and asking you to do that. Uh, <laughs> but we shall start then with The Beach House, which is a film about a young couple who go to spend a weekend at said beach house and encounter an older couple who are also kind of double booked for the same house uh the the, the, mm. the young guy's dad kind of like also gave this this pair of friends permission to use it and basically about halfway through the film there's kind of a a, a sort of twist or turn that sends it down a, a path where <clears throat> some kind of creature or entity is is changing things and i feel like how do i talk about this without spoilers because like the first half of the movie is just a sort of slow build of like a bit of tension there's not really much to it and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden here all this like idea starts kind of coming at you yeah i would basically say it's a a slow burn movie that um maybe about halfway through or so turns into a, a body horror movie and yeah okay yeah kind of yeah. <laughs> you can leave it at that would you say slightly lovecraftian sure definitely slightly yeah mm-hmm. i'm not full on lovecraftian but slightly yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so that's that's the general gist of it i suppose i'll ask tim the question <laughs> tim did you enjoy the beach house uh, i did actually um it's you know it, it's funny because it, it it is I, I you know i would say like very slow uh in the beginning um so i I definitely could understand if maybe people complain about that but once the horror starts a lot of it uh you know really worked for me uh you know i I think there's one very notable scene that i think you know most people you know that's what they let's just say the foot seed i think is what a lot of people are gonna you know come out of this movie talking about and uh yeah I, i think it does handle the body horror really well uh it's not perfect i think there's definitely you know complaints about it but um yeah i mean i i think if you like you know kind of like gross body horror maybe like some semi aquatic horror lovecraftian kind of stuff uh i you know again not like an amazing movie but i think there's enough there to like like very finish that sentence (laughs) there is enough there to like uh you know that's the end of the sentence (laughs) Oh, oh, because right. when you said like, it said you were saying like, and then you were going to say something else, but fair enough. Okay. Like, period. Like, period. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. I I mean, I what do I think of the movie, I suppose, is the natural mm-hmm. thing to go on to next. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Uh, I, I think uh, it's actually got some nice directing touches. I thought some of the visuals mm-hmm. were kind of nice, especially once there's a lot of sort of like red and orange lights kind of like uh, flickering and like the smoke yeah. and stuff like that in the mist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, there's some nice visuals kind of as the movie goes on. I thought it had enough early on as well to not just mm-hmm. look like some sort of straight to VOD movie. It looked like more like a yeah. movie movie. And I suppose that's uh, something that I, I really appreciate because there's so many VOD movies that I just kind of think look the same bland style and I get really kind of yeah. dull or sick of looking at them. 
the movie yeah, the, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I think there's like um you know there there's like this uh, i'm not sure how to describe it but like with like the, the kind of bad like you know straight to vod kind of movies there's just like yeah i think like you said like a blandness to them that maybe not necessarily like you know like uh horribly shot or anything but they, there's just kind of this like boring sameness looking quality to them but uh i, I did think this was a, a you know a pretty movie yeah no it, it's it's not like a like super stand out it's just not like something where you're immediately saying oh you have to check out the cinematography in this movie but it's got some nice touches it looks like a movie and uh has some money moments kind of later on and the film is directed and written by jeffrey a brown uh so it's just uh someone pulling double duty and it stars the two leads are uh, liana liberato who plays emily and noah uh, legros who plays randall uh, the young couple who mm. it kind of sets up at the start they're in a you know this is kind of like a not a, a makeup vacation but they're in kind of a, a tough spot mm. because he's decided to drop out of university and she's still there so their relationship's a little bit strained because of his life choices mm. and this is kind of them bonding and potentially discussing what to do with their lives now uh, she is determined to go on a postgrad and sort of continue mm. her studies she's been doing chemistry and she wants to do a uh, was it astral chemistry? I think was the uh, what she called it. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which and someone questions what is you mean like chemistry on other planets? And she sort of mm-hmm. explains that well, it can be, but it's also about chemistry that you know we haven't really discovered yet on Earth. You know, in the deep you know parts of the ocean stuff where you mm-hmm. know it's kind of all theoretical and uh, there's still stuff down there we've not discovered and yada yada yada. Uh, which obviously is kind of pertinent to the the movie and the stuff that it introduces as we go on. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, I think the I, I think that stuff and the way it seeped in is okay. It's a little bit mm. kind of obviously expositionary at times. Mm. Uh, saying here, here's the themes we're playing with. Here's what we're doing. Uh, so mm. you know, I think that's a, a worthwhile critique. Uh, the first half of the movie is kind of an odd uh, tension thing where uh, very quickly after they've been there. Uh, Emily gets up and like catches this uh, sort of you know upper middle aged woman sort of walking into the house and it's like wait there's people here like <laughs> why is there people here and it's kind of shot relatively well with attention you know there's kind of like a bit of suspense as she's kind of trying to like hide from her before she gets uh, Randall to come with her and kind of like say hello and confront whoever's there uh, not in a bad way just in, okay we have to find out what's going on and. The first half of the movie is kind of odd and it's kind of the tension of like just like them coexisting and they kind of agree to both yeah. just stay at the house and like oh there's more than one bedroom we can we can all stay here at the same time and they don't really know each other like there's enough for the because obviously if they were complete strangers it would be weird for them to agree to stay at the house at the same time yeah. there's a there's just enough of a connection where the the guy knows uh his dad you know randall's dad like that's mm-hmm. why they're here is that they know his parents so there's just enough of a connection where they're like, oh, hey, I, I, I saw you when you were a kid. Like, you've, you've grown so much. There's just enough there that it's not completely weird that they agree to say, oh, well, yeah, we'll just all stay at the house at the same time. Yeah. I think the thing that's uh, kind of weird and, like, I, I don't know if this is, you know, on purpose, but since there is, like, kind of a little bit of weirdness and tension between them, I kept waiting for there to be some type of reveal like i i kept thinking there was going to be a scene where like he calls his dad and his dad's like i don't know who you're talking about i never met that person you know what i mean like uh and uh, like you know that never really uh anything ever really comes out of that but it's uh i don't know i, I do think it's like a little strange that 
it feels i mean maybe it's just how i view the movie but it, it does feel like there is some type of you know weirdness going on or that there i, I kept expecting there to be more uh, yeah. to this older couple they established that uh, the wife is taking pills uh for mm-hmm. for whatever she has i mean it's never really clearly defined and I figured that's what the weirdness was coming from. I'll, I'll be honest, though, there was yeah. a portion... Because they, they agree to have dinner together, and they're sort of laughing and drinking and <laughs> and, and whatever. I'll be honest, there was a portion of this movie where I really thought that eventually they were going to be like, hey, do you want to do a bit of swinging? Like, I was expecting some sort, <laughs> yeah. I was expecting some sort of weird, like, old and young couple swap thing happening at some point. Because there was a couple of scenes where it was just, uh, you know... Because uh, the, the actor who plays Mitch, uh, the older guy, uh, Jake Weber, like, he's, like, the one face in this I recognize from other things. There were mm. scenes with him and Emily on their own, and at the same time, it was Randall and uh, Jane, who was, like, uh, the older woman. Yeah. And I, I kind of felt like, there's a lot of scenes with them being paired off separately. And I was like, is it going to be some sort of weird, like, like some sort of sex party that develops yeah. here? Not necessarily because like, that's what the characters would do, but because whatever's affecting mm. them. Because, you know, like you say, there's this kind of weird feeling to it, right from, like, early on, mm. that I wondered, whatever, wherever the movie's going, you know, obviously it becomes a body horror film, but I was wondering, like, is there a psychological element as well that's affecting them? And, yeah. you know, I was almost expecting, like, you know how in, like, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, there's, like, a weird sex orgy <laughs> that happens because they're all affected with what's going on? Of course. I was wondering, yeah. is there going to be some sort of weird sex orgy here because they're all been affected <laughs> by whatever, you know, otherworldly influence is happening? Uh, for the first half. It's kind of funny that we did this just a few months after Color Out of Space because I feel like there is maybe a, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, a little parallel to... This sure. is definitely not as weird or as out there, but it's there's some parallels to it be does, had. Yeah, yeah, I do think it does get like a little trippy uh, at times, uh, you know, which is kind of cool. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it never is like... It, it never becomes like super crazy or anything. Yeah. Uh, well, and your mileage may vary. I mean, we've seen a lot of shit, so <laughs> our, true. our true. threshold for what's super crazy is definitely a lot higher than uh, your average person. Then again, yeah. is that average person watching streams after midnight on YouTube or listening to the the podcast feed? Uh, oh, dear God, I hope not. And then going to the podcast feed and rating us five stars with a nice review saying these two are great. <laughs> They're wonderful, good spirits who gave me on my horror journey. Oh, <laughs> well, that'd be nice. Yeah, just you can do that if you want. I'm not, not trying yeah. to strong arm anyone by any means. But the yeah, I think definitely like some of like the standouts in the movie is um like it. Well, actually, before I get to like the standouts, I I think if I were since we're kind of talking about the characters, if I was gonna have maybe a complaint, I do think the characters are kind of boring. Like they're not bad. They're like it's not like they're unlikable by you know any stretch of the imagination, but um. Yeah, there isn't really, like, much, like, to them. Um, but, I mean, I guess maybe that's kind of the point of the movie, or or maybe it helps with it, because, you know, once all the crazy stuff starts, you know, it's not like, yeah, you know, maybe it's kind of supposed to be like, oh, hey, like, you mm. know, this is just happening to average people or something, I don't know. Nah, I think it's a fair mm. complaint. I, I think it's a complaint that maybe where the script is lacking is actually, like, super engaging characters that we really, really care about. Because I, 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 mm. like, they're not annoying me. I agree that they're not annoying characters are, are actively bad, but they're also kind of blank. This is the one thing where it kind of has that VOD quality where mm. the one bland thing about it is that the characters are just really bland and they're just kind of there. Yeah. Uh, like, and all the stuff where they try to give Emily of like, oh, she's really into her, you know, she wants to get her deep sea diving like license and because she wants to go and explore and like discover things and mm-hmm. is really into the biochemistry of like unknown life and all that. Like, 
all of that felt a little bit forced and clunky to me mm. I, I could almost feel the script trying mm. to say hey this is what she's like this is what she's about and i know that's like a really it's, it's almost a really annoying complaint because you can boil down any bit of like character exposition in any movie to that if you really want to be a dick about it but mm-hmm. i felt it you know i didn't i didn't blend seamlessly into the storytelling i, I could feel it sticking yeah. out as it was happening and like the same thing with the uh yeah, the the boyfriend character because like his thing is like he kind of talks about like having dropped out of college and stuff mm. and and the older guy's like oh like well your father the doctor like he's you know like he must not like that and whatever and it's like um you know it, it, and they kind of like set up this like stuff but it's just it, it's not really like super relevant to the story yeah. like it, it's well, not like these characters have big arcs or anything that well that's justifies the, it that's mm. the other big failure of the film is that I'm talking about the characters being kind of dull is that it's using the two main characters to try and set up a thematic question, which the movie's kind of answering or challenging with its supernatural element. And mm. I feel like, because the ending's, because the ending is definitely meant to be this poignant moment. It's meant to be this poignant moment where, if you've been kind of getting the themes that it's been laying down throughout the film, uh, where, like, everything she talks about, everything that Emily talks about, because you know, she talks about the creation of life on Earth and how, you know, why there's like not life in other planets and how it's just like a, if the chemistry or biology was just one step to the left, it might have never happened and we might all just be gas or we might all just be something and, you know, life became dominant on this this planet and blah, blah. And there's a lot of that talk and a lot of, so a, a lot of his talk about what he wants to do for his future and what she wants to do with her future is it's all this, like, you know this idea of what what kind of like comes out on top and what's the dominant life form and all, all that stuff and like i i feel like it's trying to make this kind of poignant little kind of like question and about how like we have to give in to like the 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 path of nature or the path mm. of like what we're supposed to do or the path of life taking hold and mm. i i feel like it all feels so like, a little you bit know, giving into like evolution <laughs> like, yeah you know. It feels a little bit shallow in the sense where it feels like it wants to f- feel a little bit profound. Instead, though, it just kind of feels like the 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 the, the structure of a B movie. And like, sure. you know, I appreciate the attempt. I'm not saying don't try to do this. I'm not trying. I'm not saying yeah. don't try to give your movie more weight because that's kind of what makes great movies great is that they typically have more mm-hmm. weight. But um, this feels like it's just missing the mark. It feels like it's trying. You know, bless 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 the souls. They're trying, but uh, yeah. it doesn't quite get there. But then, uh, I mean, and yeah, and, and like not to be too negative, but, you know, like with that stuff aside, once the horror starts, I think the horror is, you know, handled, uh, you know, really well. And I think, I, I mean, I guess even before that, you know, it's kind of a testament that like the like direction and cinematography, uh, you know, does a you know good job of setting up this atmosphere. You know, like it's kind of like a quiet, somber, contemplative yeah. movie. Uh, and then. Yeah, like, you know, then the horror starts and uh, it's still and, kind of maintaining this, like, kind of weird, trippy, creepy atmosphere. And, and I think it is a good job of always feeling like Emily's discomfort in certain scenes where there's a scene mm-hmm. that is, is not even anything intimidating necessarily. She just sort of, she's on the beach sunbathing and, like, the uh, the older guy sort of is, like, is, he's just kind of there behind her and she kind of, like, you know, just, yeah. and the way she sort of, like, just sort of gently puts on her top because she's feeling a little uncomfortable is well handled. Mm-hmm. I think the direction handles those moments well. I, I think I would definitely say that Brown is a better director than he is a writer based on this movie because mm-hmm. I think that all the problems that I think we have with what, what's happening are all in the script. I, I, the actual yeah. handling of the moments, the actual tension of all the, the various moments that the movie presents us with mm-hmm. are handled fairly well. It's just, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily amount to more than the moments themselves, which is is basically the, 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 the main, like, 
symptom of a script that's just kind of underwhelming. You know, that's, yeah. that's basically what it is. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, but and that does sound super negative. But there's definitely enough here mm-hmm. to get something out of it. It's the you know, as far as like a movie that's on a streaming service, that is it worth watching? Yeah, for a streaming service, it's totally definitely. worth watching. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say that. I'd say no, no kind of the caliber you're getting in for, and maybe some people mm-hmm. will like it a bit more than us or a bit less than us, but. Yeah, like I, I was excited to watch it because I had seen, you know, some people on like Twitter and stuff kind of raving about it. And it's probably not something that I would uh, rave about, but it is definitely something I would that I liked and would recommend. Like, you know, like after I watch, it, I wouldn't go there go online and be like, oh, my God, it's amazing. You have to check it out right now. But I would probably, you know, go on there and be like, oh, hey, it's like pretty solid, like movie. Like, you know, check it out if you get the chance. Yeah. Um. So that's that's basically the the spoiler free uh version of this conversation so i will take this time to thank our patreon producers for the month so thank you to alison m fordyce tyler hess cindy palacios david short Bordenow, and zammer jammer for being patron producers that means they're all patrons at 20 dollars or above but you can of course support us for much less than that you can support us for as little as one dollar per month and for that one dollar you'll get a bonus episode of screams after midnight every single month uh, there's about 20 of them so far, so you get a whole back catalogue to dive into if you sign up. Uh, $5 <laughs> and up, you get access to the episodes a day early, and you get the right to vote on an episode once per month as well. So go and have a look and see if you want to get some bonuses uh, and feel warm and fuzzy about help help keeping all the content coming. So go and have a look and see and, if you're into it. Yes. And, and if you sign up for our ultimate tier, I will just walk into the ocean. okay uh <laughs> I'll, I'll add that to your first day in the morning yeah. tab 350 dollars i'll just walk into the ocean and disappear <laughs> what forever yeah <laughs> what so i take 350 dollars off someone and you just go and disappear forever yeah <laughs> i feel like the price should be higher if, if you're if you're just going to vanish for the rest of time okay 375 <laughs> i i thought it's something you could do like once a month like i'll walk out of the ocean <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i will literally just walk into the ocean forever okay and just disappear all right mm. uh which of course is something that happens in this movie although he doesn't get paid 350 dollars first uh <laughs> notable so uh full spoilers uh for the beach house that uh so yeah like i say so the first part of the movie is kind of them with this couple and they're getting along well enough and they're they're introducing themselves and uh like i i, I did kind of like the like the dinner scene a little bit like i liked the like once they are kind of getting along and once they are like a little bit you know like talking about like drugs and stuff because like i i do think it was kind of an interesting scene seeing how like you know you kind of have to like tiptoe around the older generation but then like yeah, like, you know, with them being, like, kind of cool with it and stuff. Like, I don't know, I kind of, that stuff kind of worked for me. Yeah, well, it was once this, they both started giving their opposing viewpoints uh, on mm. life, where she's talking about how she wants to go to, to you know, post-grad school and do all this stuff, and he's like, nah, I, I dropped out of uni, I don't, you know, like, well, you know, what is this, the point of this education, just so I can get a regular job and, you know, pay taxes and blah, blah, blah. And, it, it, you know, it's setting up the core, you know, thematic conflict to the movie which is that she's determined to control her life and, you know, know what the steps are, and he's determined to go with the flow, and it kind of, like, they're, they're both kind of right and wrong, bizarrely, <laughs> like, is kind of ultimately <laughs> uh, the thing. Uh, but she also brings up in other scenes when she's asked about life and how life formed and, you know, all, all these things that, you know, evolution kind of takes hold and kind of overrides what was ever there, and 
uh you know gases become liquids and liquids become solids and mm-hmm. certain types of life you know are dormant and then you know become something and blah 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 which is kind of ultimate what the story of the movie is is that this life form from the ocean infects the people and ultimately takes control it's basically this life form from the ocean is starting to take control of the earth and like mm-hmm. not because it's, uh, it's malicious but just because it's dominant and it's going to mm-hmm. win it's going to win because evolution deems it as the the successor i guess i mean like mm-hmm. that's kind of what, what the, the point of the story is in a lot of ways uh Hell yeah. but the actual story is that uh it's like how i won and became the host of the show <laughs> you keep telling yourself that <laughs> So, <laughs> after the, the dinner party and they're all kind of feeling uh, weird and hungover, uh, the, the the old guy, Mitch, disappears for a bit. And they're concerned because it's left Jane on her own and she's kind of like out of it. But they, 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 they go down to the beach anyway just to kind of sunbathe and relax. And this is kind of where the movie it properly turns so, up oh, a few years. Sorry, is this after that scene where like the the wife i think it's like the wife goes out at night first and there's all this kind of like fluorescent yeah like, yeah because al- well, algae and stuff even before that moment there's a moment where they're all in the balcony and like oh, okay, it, okay. It, it looks kind of pretty you can see you can see you can see some of this colorful glow on the, the horizon and on the, the the stuff around the beach but then yeah later on the night she goes out on her own and she's like it's almost like she's walking through avatar right where it's all the <laughs> the, the bright lights of the yeah the, the forest and all that yeah um <clears throat> Which I guess the whole point of this is that nature is both beautiful and scary and unrelenting, sure. you know? But it can be beautiful, I guess, is you know, what it's doing. And this, uh, I think, like, kind of like you said, like it feels like, you know, like a little similar to maybe like the color out of space or something where, yeah, you have these like really beautiful, vibrant colors, but it is also kind of like this weird, scary otherworldliness to them. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, but basically randall feels about actually he had a weird line here that kind of i thought was odd because he, mm-hmm. he's, he's, his stomach kind of rumbles and he's like oh i don't feel so good i want to go back to the house yeah. and she's like hey why where are you going and he says oh i just have to go to the the bathroom it's guy stuff and i went <laughs> what do you mean guy stuff what 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 guy stuff is, is unique <laughs> to men like what, what what women have women stuff because it's you know <laughs> like they actually have yeah, this whole but... extra thing that they have to do every month. That, <laughs> there's no such thing as guy stuff when it comes to going to the bathroom. Yeah, but I mean, when you're when you're with a partner, like even if you've been together for a while, like you still don't really want to be like, "Hey, babe, I gotta go take a massive shit." We well, don't say that. You just say, "I gotta go to the bathroom." <laughs> but he says, "No, it's guy stuff." What taking a shit's unique to having a penis? What? <laughs> <clears throat> it was a real line, right? True. Uh, also important to note that um the the night before he uh had a an oyster uh which uh i I think had something to do with Mm. since it was like coming from the ocean or whatever yes um (laughs) yes doing damage to him yeah when she's describing how life evolves and that was a lot of close-ups of the oyster and like the just the 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 the, the there's like a little thing that kind of like pops up and then like pops back in yeah um but uh, that's this is when uh, Mitch shows up and walks into the ocean, just kind of says, "I'm going to go for a swim," and he just walks into the yeah. ocean and disappears. And then, um, Emily's walking towards the water to sort of see if he's okay, and then realizes she steps in something gooey, and it's like mm-hmm. a, uh, it's, it's like jellyfish esque, but yeah. with like yeah. other like octopus kind of type elements and. Yeah, I and I, I really like the scene where he's walking to, into the ocean because, like you know. Uh, like 
really like wide shot of just uh the you know i mean like the beach and ocean itself like looks beautiful and i just love that it you know it really takes its time with him just like watching it you know or just walking in uh her watching him and like you do kind of get something is wrong and then like you know you kind of after he starts to get like to a certain point you do kind of start to be like okay is he just gonna keep going and then i like that yeah you do literally see him like keep going until you know he's just kind of like a little speck and then no more i thought it was really cool yeah uh i no i i think the pacing and direction is great the pacing and the direction is the best thing the movie has i think uh yeah. ultimately uh, i but she she basically she stepped in this thing and it's all icky and gooey and you don't necessarily get the sense right away that it's done something to her it's not until mm. she sort of like you know hobbles back up to the house and we see that there's like mm. a part of it sticking out of her foot and she has to try and get it out of the said <laughs> foot and, and then I, I like even like having to get up to the house is like a challenge because mm-hmm. like it's you know it's all on i forget if it's like a ramp or just actual stairs but like yeah it's like wooden yeah. stairs because even the poster on the shutter is like uh her head just popping up from when she's crawling up the stairs yeah. trying to get back up to the house so yeah like imagining having to yeah like go up uh yeah especially if it's like yeah you know it, you have like open wounds and stuff like you don't want to be walking on like you know sand and dirt and stuff and i don't know just 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 see the act of having to crawl up to the houses uh, yeah it, I it, that was good it's almost like an icky like, snake that's like sort of going inside her from this yeah. wound yeah and she has to like pull it out uh and she she, she puts disinfectant on it first which Ooh. looks very painful and then yeah. she pulls it out and the whole thing is pretty disgusting and how did no, I mean, make you crawl up your toes a little bit when you're watching is all i'm yes. saying you kind of just <laughs> yeah. go, oh so I mean I don't know if we ever really talked about it that that much, but like uh, in terms of like I guess as like a subgenre, like how do you feel about body horror? Do you, is it something you like, something that you get excited about, or wanna uh, want come to? Or are you kind of indifferent about it? It's a good question. Um, I'm not off put. I'm not put off by it. I mean I'll say that. Uh, I, I also would... feel like body horror has like a, a big like sci-fi uh, like it intersect does. to it. Yeah. Um, I guess I like it well enough. I, 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 I mean, indifferent feels like too. I don't know, uncaring because I would say I care. I like it when it's done yeah. well. Uh, yeah. You know, there's definitely certain things you can do with the body that will make me kind of want to look away because it's just disgusting enough that I don't want to see it. Um, but yeah. I, I think everything about this uh scene was just so uh like I, I guess. Maybe I don't think about it too much, but I guess I would consider myself like a body horror fan. But yeah, there's definitely stuff that like makes me wince. And I think everything about this scene uh, really hits that sweet spot that you kind of want from body horror where uh, it is very painful and you kind of want to turn away. But you also like weirdly fascinated by it that you like <laughs> you kind of have to look at it. And it's yeah, like from the start where yeah she has this big wound on her foot, like this little snake thing's popping up, and then he, the she has to disinfect it, and then she has to pull it out with these like tongs and a butcher knife, and oh, it's uh, it's good, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not pleasant. Uh, it's funny you said that body horror is you know probably even more of a sci-fi thing than a horror thing in a lot of ways, because mm. uh, that this almost was an Ace episode instead of a Streams episode. Because I, I one uh. of the, one of the descriptions I read sort of said otherworld life form, and I went, oh, it's a sci-fi mm. movie. Um. And having yeah. watched it, there is like a little bit of a sci-fi tinge to it, but it's definitely yeah. played more to the horror, I think, than anything else. Yeah, I, like I guess I wouldn't really argue uh, either way. I, I would probably think of it more as a horror movie, but if someone was like, oh yeah, sci-fi movie, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're wrong, but I can definitely yeah. see that. 
Honestly, there's a lot of movies that kind of dance between them, and you just kind of have yeah. to make a judgment call based on, especially in my case, I have to make judgment calls because I have a show for horror and a show for sci-fi, and I have to decide <laughs> where they go. Um, yeah. so... Usually, my rule of thumb is: uh, if it's boring, it's sci-fi. If it's good, it's horror. <laughs> that is absolute nonsense. I mean, <laughs> how many I bad mean... movies? How many bad movies have we reviewed on this show, Tim? <laughs> I don't know, like three four <laughs> <laughs> bye bye man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a sci-fi movie <laughs> was not a sci-fi show. <laughs> we 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 have to review like far more bad boring horror movies than we do good ones that's just the fact maybe maybe just the fact i think your only criteria is like mm, do i feel like talking to tim today or do i feel like talking to tara that's all, you, that's all you care about. Okay, sure. Am I just in a Tim mood on a Sunday? Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. It's Sunday. It's time for Tim. <laughs> why do we? Uh, why do we do Leprechaun Four in this on this channel? <laughs> so you're saying we shouldn't have done that? I should have given that to Tara. I said, Tara, you get Leprechaun Four. Don't get me wrong. It's a great movie. I'm glad we did it. It's just that <laughs> it's more of a sci-fi movie. So you're saying we should have done Leprechaun One, Two, Three. Tara should yep. have done Four. And then yes. we either come back for In the Hood. Exactly. Okay. Okay, <laughs> just, just checking, just checking. Um, so, where were we? Okay, yeah, so she's just taking it out of her foot. And she's she's bandaged then, up her foot. And it almost becomes, like, kind of a zombie movie. <laughs> it, it kind of, I was kind of thinking about that as well, is that it's kind of like a low-key zombie movie in the sense that the people are getting overtaken. Uh, because the the you know the the wife uh, Jane she's she's like starting to because because basically when Randall goes up to the house before this he like hears noises coming from her room and he enters and we don't see what happens it's kind of just mysterious mm-hmm. and when Emily finds him he's kind of just confused it's like he he passed out he's not really sure what's happening mm-hmm. um I, I think there's an implication that you know Jane passed something on to him uh yeah in mm-hmm. some way. Maybe there was some uh, swinging action in a sense, just not the the normal erotic kind that we uh, come to expect in yeah. our in our horror and uh, I guess porn. But um... <laughs> I do like it. It is kind of um, like, or maybe you could kind of say also a little bit of a Lovecraftian aspect, where like there's a lot of mm. stuff that's like kind of left uh, to your mind, you know, like. Uh, like it's not a very showy movie because yeah, the, it does sound like there's a lot going on, yeah, between him and Jane and stuff, but you never actually really see like yeah, yeah, w- what's happening on that other side of that door. Yeah, because uh, because basically they basically just try and leave the house immediately, and they don't have yeah. their car keys. Uh, he left them in the, on his, in his shoe in the beach, which he's you know she's forgotten where mm-hmm. he left them. So so he's kind of hobbling. He's he's kind of out of. He's kind of sick, right? After this this yeah. post uh, Jane encounter. I mean, he was already kind of sick before mm-hmm. then. Hence the the guy things. Yeah, I think we'll do in the bathroom. <laughs> Right. Because shitting is a guy thing. I don't <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid dialogue. Uh, but uh, so she, she, he's kind of on her shoulder and they're hobbling along, and they get to this other house, and this is where we kind of, and this is what made me think of zombies, is because we get like this other random guy. Because they mentioned at the start of the movie that it's odd that the entire like beach neighborhood is all quiet, mm-hmm. like they're the only ones here. Mm-hmm. And then I guess at this point we kind of realize that it's because this thing's already infected other people, because this guy mm-hmm. who clearly either lives at this house or nearby comes crawling around the you know the corner of the house and his eyes are all white and this is kind of what the, the zombified you know people look like once they've been taken over by this thing 
Yeah. Um, I was I was like, whoa! I mean, once they left the beach house, where'd they go? Raccoon City. That was yeah, terrible. They in Raccoon City now. That was terrible. Uh, terrible. I get the <laughs> reference term. I don't know if you noticed this, but I happen to enjoy Resident Evil from time to time. <laughs> hey, we all love those movies. So, uh... <laughs> shut your goddamn goat mouth right now. How dare you? How dare you? I've been so offended in all my life. You're a goddamn cretin. All right. Uh, so, and that obviously they get scared and they run and they end up breaking into another house. Although I think before that, I think the bit where they find a car and they try and talk in the car radio yeah. is before that. And- and just another like really simple but cool like visual of just like the flashing of the and it, it didn't look like a cop car to me look maybe like more like a tow truck or something yeah, I'm not I, was, sure, but, like, I, I was thinking like a roadside kind of yeah like triple yeah. a or you know something like that where it has like a, an orange like yeah uh, light that's, that's but, strobing yeah and it just it looks like really cool just like kind of illuminating like uh because I, I think at this point it's kind of like starting to get like very foggy and then you just kind of have this light flashing yeah, and like illuminating it they're straight up mist in fact when they're they're kind of like going around um because at one point they actually end up in the the, the old couple's car i say old they're not that old but you know what i mean oh, yeah. like the, the older couple yeah. <laughs> um and they're driving around and there's moments where you, you just see like a little bit of light in the in the mist and then the car eventually <laughs> it was almost like the, the movie the mist the way the car was kind of coming out of the <laughs> yeah. The, the mist itself yeah. um they were clearly just pumping lots and lots of smoke and uh, fog into mm-hmm. the scene uh but there's, there's all this stuff and they eventually and he's getting weaker he's getting weaker and weaker and they break into mm-hmm. this other house because the the car's done and mm-hmm. basically she she's looking for oxygen tanks uh <laughs> downstairs because like they're, they're worried about breathing in this stuff or it's getting hard to breathe um mm-hmm. and there's like a so, you know there's an emotional moment between them where she's like you know you have to hold on because he he thinks he's dying he's like you know what i think it's uh, I, I can't hold on much longer and she's like no you have to for me so you know he's trying his best to make his care about them as a pair and i, I think maybe that's you know like i say the characters and the characters and the themes that the characters are trying to present are maybe mm-hmm. some of the weakest elements of the movie but um mm-hmm. which is why i don't think i can say it's great by any means i can, I can say it's yeah. kind of you know uh worth watching but not you know amazing yeah yeah it's just that stuff it's like it's not even like it's necessarily bad it just feels kind of lacking yeah like because because again like you know we said before like the characters aren't annoying it's like i hated them or didn't want to see them you know it's just that yeah it 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 feels less like not so much bad just more as like it's missing something yep so she goes down to get these these uh she finds these oxygen tanks and things okay we we can use these to breathe well, this is happening. And Rand- then when she sees them, she goes, "Oh, tanks!" <laughs> she says, "Thank that, you." <laughs> that that might be the single worst joke you have ever made on this show. And you're so proud of it. Look at you. Look, look at t- his little face is all lit up with joy. Oh, tanks. <laughs> If if he says that enough, it may become a t-shirt. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Go on. Yes. Uh, so Randall basically <laughs> dies upstairs or gets taken properly because he, he coughs up some of this, you know, the 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 the, the entity, the the the, the creature, mm. part of this the squiddy looking bit, and he, he he coughs that up, he throws it up. And then his eyes go white and he's become one of the more zombified uh, people. He's been overtaken. 
Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, we get probably the coolest like sort of horror visual of the movie down in the basement, mm-hmm. which is uh, Emily hears a noise, and whoever was living in this house is being fed mm-hmm. on by like I'm not so sure if it's like a person who who's like this is what an overtaken person becomes, mm-hmm. or if this mm-hmm. is like one of the creatures from the ocean actually like is morphed into a more like humanoid kind of creature. Mm-hmm. that's eating someone and i say humanoid only only the top half of a human the bottom half is just like a massive you know mm. being <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so it, it's just it's proper like you know lovecrafty and aquatic looking horror mm-hmm. though uh this thing yeah yeah it looks real cool yeah yeah like the uh yeah the um i, I yeah i guess you'd say like yeah like the special effects on this movie are, are pretty good like yeah it's not like a very um I guess like effects heavy movie, but yeah, whenever you do get glimpses of this stuff, it always looked really great. Yeah, it holds it holds back so that what it does show is good, and mm-hmm. I do kind of like that it doesn't like immediately chase it. It sort of grills out a little bit, yeah. but it, it's it's, it's mm-hmm. too busy eating the person that it's eating. It doesn't care, you know. It's, mm-hmm. And it, it kind of adds again to this sense that it's not this you know malicious life form. It's just doing mm-hmm. what it does. It's not you know, this is normal yeah. for it. It's not it's not hunting for the fun of sport or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she goes back up and of course finds Randall. Uh, and has to they run an escape. Uh, she's in the car she, that she's got started, and she's she's riding off into the night. And basically, and I, I thought again, this was a good moment of direction here. Is that it does like a POV shot looking out the the, the front of the car, and like you can't see the road. It's so misty mm-hmm. that it's just like going through smoke. Uh, every so often you get a small mm-hmm. glimpse of the road, but for the most part you can't see anything. So you expect them to crash, and it's actually quite tense just watching her drive yeah. for a minute. It, it was actually giving me anxiety like i just want to be like oh god like just please drive slow like i, yeah. I know you want to get out of here but please just drive slow try to be as straight as possible follow the road and she oh. does eventually hit something uh and it's no actually something we didn't mention earlier because it happens again here is that there's mm-hmm. one point early on in the movie i think it's uh the night you know not, not the morning but the mm-hmm. night before they go to sleep after they've had the dinner mm-hmm. there's a moment with emily where she kind of zones out and she has like mm-hmm. a, a distorted effect on her, like a video effect where like her mm-hmm. like you know the sort of the red hue doubles on her nose and face, um, mm-hmm. uh, like an old VHS tape. And it happens again mm-hmm. here when she's in the car and she's she sort of like gets pulled out, uh, and like sort of mm-hmm. becomes you know one with the ground again, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But like it does the same thing where it goes kind of like fuzzy and static. It's it's almost like mm-hmm. like. Like there's kind of an electromagnetic kind of distortion happening as well, or mm-hmm. or at the very least that's how it wants to present kind of the the disorientation that this thing gives people that gives life forms. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an interesting touch, I, I guess. Uh, yeah. I I almost wish it could have been explored more. Uh, was mm-hmm. that side of it because it, it only showed up a couple of times, uh, here. But the end of the movie is mm-hmm. the last shot is morning, and we see her lying on like uh the shore next to this body of water that she crashed next to. And she, her eyes are all white, but she's actually just saying to herself over and over, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what she said to Randall earlier when, he, when she was trying to convince him to fight and stay alive. And mm-hmm. the end of the movie is just that the shore comes up over the top of her, and when it washes away, she's gone. And this is clearly, you know, here to like visually represent the idea that kind of evolution's like overtaken mm-hmm. her, and she's just, that's her gone now. Because now the new life forms have taken over, and she's gone. Um... So I mean, from mm. a, from a, a visual like point at the end, it works quite well. But because I don't think the themes are set up well enough or as interestingly mm. enough throughout the film, it doesn't quite have the gut punch of a oh that's that was the point of the movie the whole time or 
that yeah. was the the big sting that made sense and was a great ending uh the actual moment itself is well done and i understand what mm-hmm. it's doing but i don't think the characters and the themes were set up well enough in the script for it to pay off so sure yeah that, that's fair like yeah it, it worked for me but i i understand what you mean like where yeah it's not much of a like an oomph like oh man i, I can't believe it. it's just like it's like oh, okay that's the end that's fine um but yeah if maybe if there's a little bit more there could uh sung uh, a bit better um but no i i do like that you know <laughs> like uh yeah i mean you know like the you know the the tides of the ocean you know you, you can't fight it you just gotta accept it and hey <laughs> here we are <laughs> here we are indeed uh, uh one scene that we didn't skip over that i liked as well when is when she gets on the uh radio uh mm. you know trying to kind of phone in for backup and um yeah you can you kind of get this uh little glimpse that yeah it's not just this area it seems to be happening all over the country the world perhaps um yeah because you know i think he mentions like oh like yeah something about like you know if you're in the you know if you're near the ocean like you know get away or whatever and um yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah it's a worldwide seems thing. like it's not just yeah it's, yeah. Not, it's not just this this one area which and I actually, I mean, I kind of like, as much as I'm saying the themes aren't done well enough, there are little details where I can really see them mm-hmm. trying. For example, <laughs> the whole idea of this this visit, this 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 trip to the beach house, the whole, the whole thing is about them trying to cling on to this relationship that's clearly falling apart because of their life choices, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about them trying to not evolve. They're, they're refusing to accept what they're turning into and what they're becoming as people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's why the movie's called the beach house is why it's kind of like framed around it is because the whole thing mm. is that they're refusing to actually go with the flow essentially and go and turn into mm. what they're going to become um and like a lot of you know fiction does it takes that and turns it into <laughs> this very literal thing where they're actually going to become something else um yeah which obviously obviously is scary because change is scary and so mm-hmm. you know as with anything yes like i i get what the movie's doing and i think it it is there and it's not obscene or, or like you know eye rolling. It's just not. It doesn't it doesn't quite click in a really exciting way that I think it's yeah. supposed to. Uh, no, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's yeah, I think that's easily the biggest flaw of the movie. But I mean, um, again, it also does like a lot well. So it's a yeah, it is like a little bit of a, a balancing act where it's. Uh, I think the horror stuff is uh, you know, which essentially is mostly just like what the second half last third of the movie or so mm-hmm. um because it, it's not a long movie like it, it's kind of funny saying it's like a slow burn because it is like less than 90 minutes <laughs> um but yeah i think once the horror stuff does pick up that stuff is done really well and so it's uh, again hard to you know be too hard on it but um yeah i think you know like we keep saying it's just uh missing a little bit of that extra you know, spice or oomph or whatever to kind of, you know, make the characters a little more interesting, a little more engaging. Um, you know, like, it seems like there's, like you said, there's stuff there that, you know, on paper, maybe it's all nice and neat, but I don't know, maybe there just isn't enough stuff in the beginning to really sell it or make you care as much. But it just, I need to, like, yeah. I, I really need to be invested in these characters and the, the whole idea that they're clinging on to this relationship that clearly can't last mm-hmm. because they're turning into something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that really had to be hammered home and it had to be a real big focal point of the movie and it as it is it's kind mm. of like there and it's brought up a few times and it's mm. 
But it, yeah, it, it just it hasn't emphasized enough. Let's, so, I mean, let's be honest. We needed to see him have sex. Like, if we saw a sex scene, then we would have known that they cared about each other uh, and that they were close. And I mean, I, I feel like that's what you're getting at. <laughs> I'm trying to give a a proper critical analysis of this film, <laughs> and Tim is here to make sex jokes. That is the that sums up this show in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> Hey, why why fight it? Why try to change at this point? <laughs> so, no. Um, I, I guess the point I'm I'm ultimately trying to make is that it it stops mm-hmm. it from being a a great gem that's like this you know new right. really mm-hmm. thoughtful horror movie, and instead ultimately lands it in kind of like, it's a decent B movie stream because it doesn't quite nail the actual mm-hmm. drama that it's it's going for, but sure. you know, but it has some good effective moments. Uh, I like how the movie feels at places and. Uh, the effects when it does show something horror-esque, so mm. you know, uh, so not bad, all in, not bad. Yeah. So mm. I guess we're ready to uh, rate the film. Tim, what are you going to give it? Uh, I am going to give it a a pretty good score. Um, the so I think I'm actually going to go as high as a seven point five, uh, which I think to me that's like you know good to pretty good uh, territory. Again, it's just missing that little bit of extra, you know. Uh, punch to it that you know uh could have brought it over to like you know an eight which uh mm. yeah that would probably be looking at like something great um but again there is still a lot of really good stuff there uh yeah yeah i do like the direction i think it is looks good a very pretty movie uh you know slow to start off with characters you know not are you know, kind of missing some stuff but then i mean once the horror starts it's like i i really really dug that stuff so 7.5 for me I definitely can't go that high. I'm kind of debating <laughs> where I should go. I, I think I'm going to go a, a, a point lower and say 6.5. I think mm-hmm. there's stuff I like about it. There's, there's definitely some can-do attitude with the filmmaking. I think <laughs> I'm curious to see what this director goes on to do next. And sure. mm-hmm. I, I do think with a, a bit of a better script, this this could have could have been there, mm-hmm. which is kind of almost like a more frustrating because it's like, oh, this, this could have sure. been great. This yeah. could have been something really special. Uh, but as it is, I do think it's worth watching, and I think it's the, the perfect sort of thing to put on a stream. Uh, and at the beach. Sure. If you're going to watch movies at the beach, you can watch The Beach House. <laughs> uh, make you scared to go in the water. But mm-hmm. the, there you go. So I'll say 6.5. That's that's what I'll, I'll rate it. So mm-hmm. there you go. That is, uh, that is The Beach House. So if you made it this far in the review, to show us that you made it this far in the comments on YouTube, you can type the words... Guy thing. <laughs> sure guy thing yes guy thing can be the word uh or the pair of words i suppose to be more accurate mm. uh i also get tim to do his pose right now for the thumbnail so tim if you could uh mm-hmm. lean back so your head's not cut off at the top of the frame i'll mm-hmm. count down three two one and say pose so here we go three two one pose He's going to play it dead straight, apparently. All right. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I mentioned Patreon earlier. If you want to support us that way, you could do that. I also mentioned liking on YouTube. That's super important. This is subscribing, uh, rating the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Your podcast. Your podcast. I'm, I'm from, all of a sudden, I'm from Brooklyn. Your podcast. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you get your podcast from, uh, give us uh, five stars and a review. All that does help a lot. Get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight for updates, jokes, and whatever else we put on there. And yeah uh, that'll basically do it uh so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time <laughs>